Hello and welcome to the Tradie Business School podcast, the best and only trades podcast that you need to grow a profitable trades business that can actually work without you. Today, I'm joined by my co-host, Adam Spencer. My name is Barry Will Mangadidi. Uh, how you doing today, mate? I am sensational, mate. Thank you very much for your inquiry. <laughs> yeah, so... Like you should be because this episode's all about you. Oh, come on now. It's not just about No, like like actually this is all about you. So look, <laughs> we've recorded a couple of episodes together um and shared that you've you've joined TGC and I guess uh in Trading Business School. I guess I wanted to kind of record a bit of an episode to share a bit to the listeners, to the viewers today, like who you are, what you're about, I guess why you're even here. Mm. So I'd love to know, like, tell us a bit about your background because you're not just you're not just Santa Claus in disguise, right? No, I'm Santa Claus' younger brother because I haven't gone white yet. So I'm one of one of Santa's little helpers. But um, no, look, uh, it, it's um, it's great to be on the podcast and, and being able to talk about myself. Everybody likes to talk about themselves. Well, most people do. My my history, I guess, why I'm here is um, similar reason to you. You know, I've I've walked. Uh, Walked a, a long dark path at times, and um, the the journey to to be here to just be passionate about helping people, trying to get them tools and techniques and ways to navigate um, the the brutal world of business. You know, I'd like to say it's not, but uh, it, it is, and it certainly can be. It's not always the case, and the, there comes a point where you learn enough and you get punched in the face enough to to know when to duck and and cover and. But, um, you know, my, my journey in, in business started, um, you know, ugh, look, many years ago, 2010 was the sort of my venture into my own business, um, grew it very quickly, took it to a million dollars and beyond, um, and basically burnt myself out and blew it up in the, in the process, you know, and, and it was something that I didn't want to talk about for many years because, I was really ashamed of it. You know, I thought it was an absolute failure. And, and I guess to a, a point it was, but that was at back in 2018 that that all sort of blew up eight years into business. And um, the lessons that I learned in the years, the couple of years after that, while I was going through liquidation and bankruptcy and all the, all the terrible things that, that follow a, a situation like that. I learned more about myself and business in those couple of years than I did in the first eight, you know. So I often talk about like a lot of people are like, how did how do you even survive? You know, um, very good question. Still trying to work that one out. But it was like in short, it was through making the decision um that no matter what, I would come out of it. You know, at the end of the day, like I don't like to talk about business in a disrespectful way. And I and I mean no disrespect to to it, but at the end of the day, it was only business, you know, and and it's it's really powerful. It can give you the quality of life that you want. It can give you all the all the all the things that you hope and dream for when you first take on a you know a business opportunity. But it can be really brutal and take so many things away from you as well. So um, there, there's it's it's really a, a, a double edged sword. Uh, when it comes to that. So, you know, my journey started back in, in 2010. Um, the reason I started business was very similar to most people, you know. I thought that I could do it better. I thought that I could make more money. Um, and and it was kind of a couple of reasons. And, and one of them was I just wanted to build a really cool culture and place for 
for my guys to and my team to to work. Um, you know, and and we achieved that, and we made some good money along the way, and you know, we we got to a point where I was expanding into. Uh, I'd expanded into Victoria. We're based in in Adelaide. Um, and then I was expanding into to Sydney at the same time, and I just had too many balls in the air. I was burning myself out. I mean, I went through one day where I literally worked in three different states in the same 24-hour period. So I started in Adelaide at like 5 a.m. on a concrete pour. I got on a plane at 12 uh, lunchtime, uh, flew to Melbourne, worked till mid-afternoon, flew to Sydney and worked on the Sydney International Airport uh, night shift. So, um, and and that was. That wasn't un- uncommon for me to do that sort of crazy. I mean, that was probably one of the craziest days that I remember, but doing 24 hours and 48 hours straight, like it was just, that I-, I wore it as a badge of honour, you know, and then I used to talk to people about it and and after I kind of went through everything, I was like, no, they, their scars are stupidity. Um, but at the end of the day, that's just the judgment that I placed on those those what I just call lessons now, you know. It doesn't have to be that way. But I had to go through the evolution of going through all of those things, learning, facing my ego, facing my fears, all those sorts of things. And I have incredible gratitude for that journey now. But I can tell you when I was going through that, it was it was just not like that at all. Yeah. What do you feel though in reflection is like the you know, one to three kind of key lessons that came out of that experience that you could summarize for, for everyone listening today? Yeah, yeah. Well, the, the first and foremost is is one of the ones that we we did a, a topic on uh, a podcast on recently, and and that's um, that was all around asking for help. Like I said, I, I had a team of people that could help me with kind of operational style business stuff, but what I didn't have was strategic advisors and a and a team of professionals that mm. were detached from my business. Um, so yeah, like the 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 biggest lesson that I learned through all of that was, and and I think you used the analogy in in one of our previous shows. If you want to go slow, go alone. If you want to go fast, go as many. I hope I haven't butchered that too much, um, but <laughs> uh, but it was very much that. Like the and the thing was, I went really fast. Like the the first million that we 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 did, like was within four years. Kind of the standard is somewhere up near you know that eight to ten mark, seven to ten mark. Um, and you know, but I wasn't sort of measuring that. But it was quite fast. But it's like burning kindling. It was kind of like a flash in the pan. It's and and it very literally blew up in my face. I had bad hires. I I'd put people in positions that I thought it was it was gonna. It was going to be helpful for the business, you know, hire friends, hire family, probably every mistake that anybody else has, has made one of, you know, went the full hog and tried to make them all at once uh, and then wondered why it all, all burnt down. Um, mm. But, yeah, getting help was was the first thing. The second thing that, you know, I'll bang on about all the time is self-care. Like yeah. the, the, th- the, the biggest thing that let me down was, I just didn't take care of myself. Like I literally prioritized everything and everybody else, you know, like some of those 24 hour shifts, 48 hour shifts where I pulled all nighters or I'd do a day shift and then I'd go onto a night shift on a different project. So they know that I'd done two 12 hour shifts. And then there was, you know, terrible food, you know, no, no sleep, obviously all those things. Like in hindsight, I look back on that and go, wow. You know, if only I had just slowed up a little bit, 
but I was so determined to prove all the people wrong that said to me I wasn't going to be able to do it and, you know, all the naysayers. Um, and by trying to so hard to prove them wrong, I actually proved them right, you know, because yeah. it got to a point where I couldn't do it. Like I literally yeah. broke down. I ended up like literally like it felt like paralysis in bed. You know, I just couldn't get out of bed. I was so exhausted. I literally thought there was something wrong with me, you know, mm. and so I started looking for answers. I went to the doctors, had all these tests, and and as soon as I started working on I mean, it took me probably a good three or four years to kind of get back to the point where I could function at a level similar to where I was. And now it's just staying under capacity instead of continuously working over capacity because all I was doing was borrowing time from the future, mm. thinking that I could hack my way to being able to retire at 40. There's such a, a far more sustainable way, but I would never have learned that had I not gone through that experience, you know? Yeah. Mm. How, how soon after that did you start your, your now trades business? Like after you went through the, the liquidation and so forth, how long before you kind of got back into it? Yeah, it was it was pretty well. Um, it all happened pretty quickly. Like I was I was pretty lucky in that there was like I'd gone through a stage the the, the two years prior to that where I was I was restructuring the business to actually grow and expand again. Um, but what happened was we ended up what the final nail in the coffin with for me was we ended up on a a major government infrastructure project and one of the or the head contractor who shall remain nameless at this point in time for obviously legal reasons um, you know they basically withheld a quarter of a million dollars on me and the thing was there was contracts in place there was purchase orders there was a whole process um, but because of the there was a there was a whole heap of things i mismanaged the management of that account and they mismanaged the project as well as the management of the account and basically just got to a point where it was like i just i literally can't do anything anymore so i was able to kind of move sideways and do other things that that kept us kept us going and that that just sort of allowed us to keep the that you know the the food on the table and and keep doing bits and pieces and then obviously as people kind of knew that we were um we were still around we were were able to pick up work and and bits and pieces so it certainly wasn't the ideal way i I wanted to sort of move into different sectors but you know it was kind of the situation forced my hand you know it was either that or curl up and die and um you know i'm i'm from the i'm from the ghetto they say so you know it was basically just come out swing and fight my way out of it which uh yeah, it looked it was helpful, um, but you know, once again, you you look back on things and go, "Geez, I probably would have done that differently." But whatever yeah. happened, happened, and couldn't have happened any other way because it didn't. No, I brought you to where you are now. I'm curious to understand a couple of questions. Number one is like, how I guess quickly did you get to your first million dollars a year once you restarted things back up? Is the first question. Mm. Eight months. Eight months, right? Yeah. So the and first the first million dollars of turnover took me uh, took me four years, and then yeah, the second time around, I think it took me eight eight months, maybe nine months. I might be exaggerating a little bit there. Okay. But it was well inside well inside of twelve months, um, yeah. and that was purely because I'd learnt so many lessons through that first iteration of of understanding and learning business that it was just right. Okay, I know what to do here. Boom, 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 and yeah, things just happen. Kind of yeah. like when Grant Cardone, I don't know if you ever saw him uh, do it. I don't like promoting other people, but, you know, 
they have that, um, I think it was the Undercover Millionaire or something they they do over in America where they give them like 100 bucks or something and they they got 30 days to build like a million-dollar-plus business and he took it to five. I'm not quite that good yet, but, you know, one day. <laughs> yeah, and, and one other thing you didn't mention, like like I assume and I know that your first business by what you shared absolutely didn't operate without you. Like you were stuck there like doing ridiculous oh, sure. hours. Yeah. The second business that you got to a million bucks in eight months or so, yep. how long did it take you to be in a position where you were no longer needed day in, day out of that business and it could start to operate without your ever involvement? Oh, I think it was a similar time, probably that that sort of nine to 12 months region, but I was super focused on actually removing myself. And I think that that was probably the the real main difference was um, my mindset the second time around was like this, I, I can't go down that path again, you know, mm-hmm. like that that burn of being so exhausted and paralysed by everything that had happened. It was like, I can't go down. Ironically, you know, probably six months later is probably where the burnout really caught up with me and, mm. it, and it did take me down. But by that time, I was luckily, I was because I was so hell-bent on not being the guy anymore mm. um, and realising, you know, kind of all the, I guess, the past experiences, what they taught me was like I can't be the bottleneck anymore. So every mm. time I was a bottleneck, I, I just went to work on trying to remove myself. Yeah. Um, which is which was a challenge in itself because I'd never had to do that before and nobody had ever taught me before. So that takes me back to that first point of being able to ask for help. It was like I had to eat some humble pie and go, I don't actually know how to do this. I'm really good at doing the stuff that I do on site. I'm really good at leading the team and creating amazing um cultures and mm. and leading. But when it comes to running a business, I'm you know, I like to think I'm pretty smart, but it's it just comes down to the like the time thing. When I focused on that, I was really good at that. When I focused on being out on site, I was really good at that. What I was terrible at is trying to do two or more things at once. Yeah, well, like you like you said once before, like where your focus goes, your energy flows. And yeah, I guess the the interesting thing is that um, you know we shared very similar journeys. You know, anyone that's followed me for some time mm. know that, that I had a similar kind of a journey. And obviously, through that process of bankruptcy, learned a lot very quickly. But it was also what enabled me to to do what I do now and do what I've done. Mm. You know, mind you, like I never came out the back of that and was like, "Oh, I want to go and coach tradies." Like it wasn't the case. <laughs> like I I wanted to Not learn how me I either. Fucked my life up so bad, you yeah. know, and went deep down the the personal development hole, um, you know, and invested every single cent that I earned on courses and workshops and mentors and coaches, like ridiculous mm. amounts of money and time. And oh, yeah. then started coaching people, but I was coaching people like I was doing a diploma in psychology and NLP, mm. uh, in human behavior. And I was just coaching people on um, things like depression, anxiety, mm. phobias, uh, you know, sabotaging patterns until one were day. You, were, you, were you coaching or were you friend touring at that point? No, I was coaching. Like, Are you like, actually charging for yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. From the, from the day dot, I made a decision. I was like, I know what I'm worth if I'm on the tools. Yeah. Um, because basically after bankruptcy, I moved. I got a job initially just to provide some stability of income for me and my family. I started another kitchen company up on the side at the same time. It started it up from day one without me being involved. Basically, I was running the marketing campaigns. I had another company doing the design. Mm. 
I would sell them and then I had another company doing the manufacturing installation. So I was pretty well hands off, <laughs> making a really good 30, 35% margin. Um, and I was like, all right, once I generate enough money, I'll leave my employment. I did that. I went into the coaching course. And I was like, okay, I know what I'm getting with the time I'm putting into this kitchen business. Mm. So if I can't charge at least that, there's no point in me pursuing this career. So from day dot, I was yeah. charging people. And there's something around when you have confidence in, in what you say and what you do, people are attracted to that. And so yeah. why all these other people in my class were like doing pro bono work and unable to get their paid clients, I, I think my first year of coaching, I did $936,000 in revenue. My first year of coaching. Yeah, wow. Yeah, right. Nice. And the difference between them and me was not that I was any better of a coach, although I do feel that years of my life had kind of prepared me for that work. Yeah, the whole also, been there, bought the T-shirt thing, that's got some real value. Yeah, but it was. I, I think it was the the experience that I'd had through the bankruptcy and where I was kind of at within myself, my mindset, mm. that allowed me to start 10 steps ahead of it. I didn't need belief. Like I believed in the tools and I believed that these people would be better. Their lives would be better working for me than not working with me. Mm. And so therefore, for that exchange of value, they had to pay something. And mm. I also believe that if people paid, they paid attention. If they paid oh, a lot, yeah. they paid a lot of attention. And the more yeah. they paid, the more they kind of did with the work. But Mm. I never was like, oh, I'm going to be a business coach because as far as I was concerned, I was holding this hat that said I was a failed business owner. Yeah. But one, one day I woke up and realized all my clients were business owners and they all started coming back and going, Barry, you wouldn't believe it. Like I'm making so much more money. I'm working so many less hours. Mm. Ever since we started working together, I was like, huh, maybe there's this link between like mindset and psychology and business. Now, mm. mind you, this was, shit, this was 10, 11 years ago now. And, like, mm. mindset wasn't the thing. Tony Robbins was a thing. Yeah. But he wasn't very big in Australia. There wasn't every man and his dog promoting psychology and coaching and mindset online. Like, there wasn't. Mm. We tried to run campaigns for my coaching business offering mindset shifts. They never worked. No. Right? But the moment <laughs> I realized, I was like, hang on, I've got some business owners. What do they want? Oh, business owners want systems and processes. Mm. So we started running campaigns promoting helping you systemize your business, we blew up. When, right? yeah. but, but it was the whole sell them what they want, give them what they need. Because yes. the moment we brought them in, it's like, hang on, yeah, you maybe need systems and processes, but what you actually need is to revise your beliefs mm. around how the way that you see and you operate your business. And I guess long story short, over the last eight years, we've gone from my first business was Divinity Coaching and then it launched into the Game Changers. And mm. more recently, a few years ago, we spoke about on the episode we did on niching, we dove down heavily into the niche of traders and general contractors. You know, that was yeah. my background. It was something I knew we needed to do but resisted. Mm. But I guess, you know, that kind of led me to where I was. But to be honest, Adam, the biggest shift in my career, although the bankruptcy was a pivotal moment, as it was for you too, mm. the biggest shift was actually almost three years ago now when I felt that I needed to, to leave Australia. Australia wasn't my home. I mm. needed to find somewhere else to live. I needed to get a life back. You know, like all I knew was business. And I was not being in congruence with what I was offering my clients. You know, we were helping yeah. our clients build businesses to work without them, and yet I was working. Now, I loved yeah. it. I wasn't stressed and burnt out. I wasn't working huge hours. But I was like, shit, I need to take myself through the process. I've helped so many others through. Yeah, yeah. And so January, I think December 2019, I kind of resigned mm. as front of house, brought in a manager, stepped right back out of the equation. And to be honest, that was where my life blew up. You know, I- yeah. I built and acquired seven other companies. Um, I started working no more than one day a week. I started to learn to surf. I started to have a lot more time and, and actually be present for my kids. Like before mm -hmm. that, I was like, 
how do these parents enjoy hanging out with their kids? Like, all I can think about is business when I'm with my son. Like, I'm not mm. present. I want to be, but I wasn't. Yeah, you're here, but you're not here. You're no. here, but your mind's elsewhere. And I think that's that's a common problem for a lot of business owners. But, but you know, like none of that, it wasn't like I was like, oh, I'm going to step out of my business and being on the tool, so to speak, to open up all these other companies, do all this cool stuff. It was just like, no, like this is naturally the next step. Like I've mastered my craft. I've proven mm. that. I've brought other people in that can replicate mm. it. Now it's time for me to master the craft that's the next level of, well, how mm. do I now get this thing to operate without me? And so I guess, mm. you know, to kind of catch anyone up that hasn't followed me from the beginning, that kind of brings us to here where, you know, for me, it was 12 months, maybe a little bit more ago, I had this strong intuitive feeling like, you know what, like, I feel like my journey with Trading Business School and the game changes is coming to an end. You know, yeah. like, I love, I love this business with all my heart and it has given me and my family so, 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 so much. Like, mm. I, it, it's made who I am, right? Mm. It really has. I, I think, I it, you know, it's, it's important to also point out just how much you've given to your community and your clients and and that sort of thing, you know, like before we ever met, like I'd, I'd been following you for, for many years and just watching the work that you were doing around this space. So, you know, I just want to acknowledge and thank you for, for your efforts in that because the thing is, like, like I said, you know, business can be brutal, but, uh, you know, it just breaks my heart when it breaks families up and relationships because, um, you know, of, whatever reason but sorry mate i didn't mean to interrupt i just wanted no, to, to do that yeah no i really appreciate that and i guess it got to a stage where i'm like you know what like like i've given so much to my staff and to my client to this business and i've built something great but it's just no longer what i'm passionate about or where i'm driving mm. it doesn't mean i don't love the business it doesn't mean I've, I've lost an interest at all in what we stand for and what we believe in i was mm. like but you know what i feel that it's time to hand this over to somebody else that's that's more committed and inspired to see it to see it go to the next level. And I guess, you know, that was a process I started more than 12 months ago and led mm. me to eventually finding you uh <laughs> what four or five, six months ago. Yeah. And you know, you kind of approached it's been it. a journey. <laughs> yeah, you approached us to I, I remember I was sitting in uh Costa Rica actually on holiday with my partner, and you jumped on a call apl- applying for a role as a coach. Yeah, and I felt instant connection and uh, relatability in terms of who you were and what you'd been through and where you're at in your life. And having kind of exited your surveillancing company operationally, I said, mm. "Hey, like I can offer you a role as a coach, but how do you feel about buying the business?" Mm. Mm. Right? And you're like, "Yeah, Shit, yeah." I didn't expect that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it was a uh, yeah, yeah. That was definitely not where I expected that call to go, um, but. You know, thoroughly glad that it that it did go there, and and I think you know it segues beautifully into to this this stage for for both of us. I mean, I think watching you come full circle, and 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 the the thing that I've loved about your journey is, is what you've you've talked about is the congruence of you know I I built this you know you built this coaching business, the game changes you you niche down, you branded into trading business school, like you're doing and have done everything that you teach and have talked about. And I think that's really important. That really is the you know bought the t-shirt, you know, been there, done that, bought the t-shirt sort of thing. and And I think that you know where where you're going with this is is the conclusion of that circle where you've literally scoured yourself out of this business, you know twelve, eighteen months ago, where it doesn't need you. You've got a team of coaches, you know, team of other people, you know, including me now who's who's in here helping with everything else and and just taking that business, bringing that passion, bringing that drive 
to really to, to do that, where you've built an asset, a saleable asset that allows you to, to go and do the things that you love, you know, live overseas, move around the world, spend the time being with the kids. And, and you know, you're really testament to, to that journey and the possibilities if you really put your mind to it and you say, this is what I want to do. But, you know, right back at the start, you have to make that commitment that no matter what happens, you're going to get to that point and, and it will happen. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess one thing to note too, like this is this is my journey, you know, like it might not be your journey, it might not be anyone's journey listening or watching this. Mm. But I guess, you know, one thing from the start is that I've always spent time developing my relationship with myself, my relationship to my intuition and, and that internal guidance. And mm. I got the nudge to to move the business on and I resisted it because it's <laughs> kind of like giving away your first child. Like it really mm. is. You know, and and even going through this process with you, like I've noticed so much stuff going up. It was like breaking up with with a close loved one that you still loved, but you just knew you weren't just to be together. Mm. You know? mm. And so I guess, you know, for anyone We can watching, still be friends, Barry. Yeah, for anyone watching or <laughs> listening, this is not goodbye. Like if you want to kind of check out and see what I'm up to, uh p- please feel free to follow me on Instagram where I'm most active, Barry William Magdaditi. Uh, or you can check out and subscribe on my website, Barry Maglidity, M-A-G-L-I-A-R-D-I-T-I.com to mm-hmm. kind of keep up to date in terms of what I'm up to and, and what I'm doing next. But, you know, I guess I'm really excited. And, you know, we went through a slow process meeting each other and dating to ensure that you were the right mm-hmm. fit to really take on board all the great work that myself and the team have done yeah. and the reputation and credibility we've built over years and years and years to now mm-hmm. – really see this business move to the next level. I know that you've got an amazing team around you that, that's in full support of you and of me in doing that, yeah. as well as our clients. And so, mate, amazing things to come. And I'm so blessed that uh, we've had a chance to kind of cross paths in this life. Yeah, yeah. So, and, and likewise, mate, I, I'm, I'm a big believer that everything happens for a reason, even if you don't know what that reason is in a job interview. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So look, um, look, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Did watch to the end. And uh yeah, this is not goodbye. I'll, you'll still see me pop in from episodes from time to time. Mm. Um, but by all means, feel free to connect in, stay in touch. And equally too, I would love you to continue to support Adam and the vision of TBS, all of our amazing clients, yeah, uh, yeah. all of our staff. And if you are a trades business owner that's wanting to grow or maybe achieve somewhat something like I have, or maybe better results than what you are, yeah. like this shit works. Like we're not mm. um, snake oil salesmen. Like I've been in the game for a long time. Adam shared his story as well. My team, yeah. my clients, like we we know what we're doing. And if we can help you, we will absolutely help. If we can't, we'll let you know. Like yeah. this is not a money play for us. This is a how can we make the world a better place and provide that yeah. option to families so they don't go through what you went through, what I went through, and what many businesses mm. go through in broken relationships and bankruptcy. Yeah, yeah. No, it's... um. It's a it's a beautiful place to talk to them, talk to people from. Um, but yeah, there's no prescription here. You'd like you said, you know, it doesn't have to. You don't have to go to the point where you scale yourself out of the business. I've got no intention of going anywhere. Like I love this stuff, you know, and and it's not where I'm at. You know, it's like I, you know, I scaled myself out of the trade business so I could actually move into the coaching space. But you know, I can I can see myself being around this this space for for decades to come. So. Mm. Um, so, you know, it doesn't have to be from here to here. It can be anywhere, you know, but but I think getting yourself to a point where you have choices in your business is really powerful and and that's what I, you know, I think we both hope for everybody that comes on the journey with us. 
Absolutely. Mate, thank yeah. you so much for your for your friendship, for everything you bring uh, to this venture moving forward. And equally too, I'd like to take this opportunity to thank each and every one of you guys that have supported us through listening in, through your likes, through your comments, through your shares, through your contribution to creating this community. And I wish that each and every one of you guys can achieve far more beyond what you or your families ever, ever imagined. Oh, that's beautiful, mate. And congratulations on your retirement. <laughs> I've retired for years. Yeah. I'm to get back in and do something. Yeah. No, mate. It's uh, it's been really wonderful working with you on this project, mate. And and I'm really excited. I'll be certainly watching with keen eyes. And and hopefully we get to do some more cool stuff in the future together. Can't wait for that. Sounds good. Thanks, everyone. 